Welcome to episode 537 of the Leadcast Podcast. I'm your host, Nick the King Cooper. Joining me is Aiden Frost Rock Arts. Hey, how's it going? And Colton Blue Basket Sweat. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. I'm alive. Um, you made it. Yeah, I did. We've got a couple new patrons, a little bit of Leadcast news, exactly zero new news uh, since you guys covered a huge patch last week. Uh, we've got a starry as well as a, <laughs> a rename for that section. We'll talk about uh, Manscaped. And we'll do our guaranteed guffaws, competitive league. We'll talk about NordVPN, uh, and then close it out with roundtable and mail fight. Um, Aiden, how was your week? My week was good. Not too much. Um, didn't play any league really, other than um, occasionally, uh, every once in a while, I'll, like hop in at like nine thirty and just play random games with like listeners. <laughs> so I've been playing some Globe Trotter challenges with some people. Uh, last night, fucking uh, Jock Lecoq Grande invited me to a flex game, so I just played that. Um, oh yeah, you know. Just the just occasionally game uh, with the community every once in a while. So if you ever see me on at like nine thirty, ten o'clock EST, <laughs> uh, if you invite me, I'll probably end up playing. So uh, uh, yeah, it's kind of my whole entire week though. I really didn't do much outside of that though, other than watch MSI and I didn't play like a lot of league uh, other than double up. But I've played a lot of double up, but uh, nice. it's been good. Um, double up's kind of the one that's though. just like it's just fast, right? Uh, no, it's, it's like really it's long, but it's like double up is the normal one where you're duo and you like yeah. share a health pool yeah oh it's that's cool. cool um but other than that that's kind of my week there's really not much else to say uh, i had a good week though uh, what about you colton yeah um i had a pretty busy week um we celebrated rachel's birthday this week so we had an airbnb for the weekend so pretty much friday saturday sunday night i uh was occupied with that most of the day saturday and sunday we were out by the pool with some some classic swimmies and bevies mm-hmm. uh, playing a bunch of cornhole getting a bunch of grilling done because they had a really nice outdoor kitchen at the airbnb we rented um it was a lot of fun it was very tiring um, i'm not used to spending that much time out in the texas sun so uh it was it was it was nice having Monday off to relax and, and recuperate a little bit. Uh, haven't been playing a whole lot of league. Um, really, no solo queue. Little bit of TFT, little bit of flex today. Um, just kind of messing around. But that's about it for me. Nick, what have you been up to in your last um, two weeks? Two weeks. I think I played one ranked game. Because uh, I definitely was not feeling up to up for ranked. Um, I think I won it, and then I dodged immediately after. So a bit a bit less than one win. Um, nice. So I mean that's pretty much it. A lot of ARAMs, um, a couple normals I think, just to try out the durability stuff. Uh, and then I've uh, I I had COVID um, this past this past last week, so I uh, was. Getting over that, and I decided to, in some of my downtime, to burn through some Steam games. Uh, played through Star Wars, what is it, Fallen Order, Jedi yeah. Fallen Order or something. Yeah. Uh, I'd say that's a very 6 out of 10 game. 
it was it was okay yeah uh, yeah I, i'll probably play the sequel it actually had one of the sickest like like villain reveals yeah. of any game that i've ever played it's so fucking cool um but i i probably won't replay it i don't think the gameplay was actually that crazy good um i've heard that people like <laughs> i was reading some of the reviews and then i talked to tartar actually this week uh and i won't put him on full blast but um he said he remembered having a lot of trouble because he didn't parry at all yeah um and that game is remarkably easy if you know how to parry. Yeah. Um, so it is, uh, it's actually wild. And that was some of the comments was, man, this game is really hard. I wish they made it easier. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, so that was okay. And then I started playing Outer Worlds, uh, which I know Aiden is a, a huge fan of. Um, so I'm enjoying it a ton. Uh, I think it's very, very good. Much better than Star Wars for sure. Yeah. Um, so that's been fun. Uh, how long would you say that it it takes to beat approximately? Like, I mean, it depends. I, I when in like games like that, I always just like kind of run through them. I'm not a huge fan of like yeah. RPG type games. Um, mm-hmm. Also, definitely when you're talking about it, the very first time that you mentioned, I definitely thought you were talking about Outer Wilds, which is my favorite one of my favorite oh. games of all time. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did I? I uh, might have said Outer Wilds. To be fair, uh, Outer Worlds like... is is also good though. Um, but okay. Outer Wilds <laughs> is like the top five game of all time for you. Okay. What is but, uh, Outer Wilds then? you should play it sometime. it's really fucking okay. good um but either way, outer worlds is pretty good too but uh i, I usually run through like <laughs> rpg games like that so it took good. me like eight hours or so i see eight hours wait you say eight hours yeah holy fuck that's not that's short as fuck yeah i mean i, I go through rpgs quick <laughs> like holy. i'm not a big like side quest type person in yeah. games like that like i don't care about the story let's move on <laughs> i mean i just like mechanics and like just the yeah. main story and stuff like that but okay fair enough fair enough Awesome. Um, so that's pretty much my week. Uh, my two weeks, I suppose. So nice. get into the show. Hell Do we have yeah. any cast news? Yeah, the only cast news is that we're recording our Patreon episode this week. So uh, it's going to be like yeah. one week at late, I guess, for um, the month of May. But uh, it's going to be a juicer. So it'll be up um, first week of June. So be prepared for that. Yeah, I apologize for the delay. It's um, hard to schedule things and then even harder when you have to schedule it around being sick for a week yeah so that's uh <laughs> that's my excuse um but we're, we're we're gonna do it this week so it'll be really cool sounds great awesome um we've got two new patrons shout Ooh. out to josh and sammy uh josh is uh i don't know if we should reveal his his, <laughs> his moniker but he's a very long time listener it's funny because um, he sent an email ooh. under his normal name. He's like, I did Josh for the meme. And I'm like, I guess we'll just put Josh, though, because I'm not sure if you want me to. <laughs> it's an undertone. But <laughs> yeah. uh, very cool. Um, under, he's been a fan a long time. Um, sending some baller emails in the past. He's fucking plat now. Do you know that? Like, he's actually just a I, plat gamer. I didn't. And then I um, I think I did his OPGG, yeah. uh, his account review today. Because I always remember him being, like, crazy. low to mid gold for, like, ever. Yeah. But he's, like, just a plat fucking mid lane chad now so he's a god he oh yeah yeah because he does uh he plays a nivea like a chad yeah it's crazy Uh, only Um, chads play nivea facts (laughs) (laughs) we can hop into his uh new section though the originally named rate us five starry section but now it's named the zillion can control time but you can't (laughs) you can only control your actions so use your ability to control your actions to leave a five star review section Rolls it's off the a, tongue. It's <laughs> such a good section name. Yeah. Rolls off the tongue. Um, um, so thank you for the support, uh, Josh, aka Undertone, aka the guy who renamed the section. 
we do have one five-star review because Balaru controlled his his actions to leave us a five-star review <laughs> where he said, uh, I randomly checked for a League of Legends podcast out of Hell boredom yeah. and found this gem to my surprise. You guys have reinvigorated my desire to play League again. That's, That's awesome. really cool. I'm glad that yeah. we're still getting new listeners. That like, feels really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is really cool because it like uh, at some points you can feel like, oh, we're just doing the same thing every single week. But then like, hey, I randomly searched for your podcast that's been out for, you know, over 10 years and yeah. I'm chilling now. This is sick. That's awesome. Yeah, it's sick. Awesome. Cool. Um, I guess we can jump already right into our first ad read of the fucking episode. Let's do it. Let's do it. Gentlemen, Father's Day is just around the corner and our friends at Manscaped are here to ensure that all the father figures out there are looking daddy material this June. <laughs> Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0, which includes their signature lawnmower 4.0, is the perfect bundle to tackle any and all old man hair from head to toe. Nick, can you tell us, is it truly high quality in dealing with old man hair? It is exceptionally high quality for the old, only old, old man here. Man task true uh this right here is no dad joke treat him <laughs> and yourself and join the four million men worldwide who trust manscaped with this exclusive offer where you'll get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code leaguecast at manscaped.com trust me his dad bod will thank you <laughs> Be- before i get into our regular scheduled talking points <laughs> um for for rachel's birthday this weekend we did a bunch of like stupid games with like silly prizes we got like a bunch of just stuff at the dollar store mm-hmm. so we like one of them was like little seashell sunglasses and i got like a pair of light up shutter shades like a little hot wheel car but one of them i gave as a prize was uh one of the manscaped shirts i had gotten because i, <laughs> I got sick. two of the we save balls yeah shirt. yeah it was like one of the first prizes to go that's, that's awesome. actually so sick rachel was just like it's so comfortable it's so comfortable you want it you want it it's funny <laughs> kennedy has one, as, one of mine as well <laughs> yeah um but anyway, back to regularly scheduled Manscaped shilling. Um, their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. And thanks to their advanced skin safe technology, uh, that's how it does it. Uh, also, the Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and has a 400K LED spotlight if he needs a more precise shave. You know, dads, they're, they're old, they can't see very well. Dude, but the spotlight's light, actually so fucking sick. Yeah, and he's <laughs> not gonna he's not gonna have to pull the classic, you know, son, hold this flashlight while I work under the hood. <laughs> you, you don't want to hold that flashlight for your dad. Yeah, get him fine. get him the trimmer that has one built in. Um and again you can get that for twenty percent off and free shipping with the code leadcast at manscaped.com. Twenty percent off and free shipping at manscaped.com using the code leadcast. Shake what your mama gave you? Nah. Shake what your daddy gave you. Hell yeah. <laughs> thank you so much, Manscaped. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Uh, which, which one of these would we want to jump into? Our discussion about either Stopwatch or the new section that I created today. I don't appreciate that you didn't look at my suggestions. I didn't. For the lore I fucking one, hate it. And that's, which one did you exactly, hate more? <laughs> that's exactly how my brain works, too, Nick. Uh, uh-huh. like, I'm like, oh, I need to fucking make this into a fucking nightmare word, but I'm like, well, I'm not going to do it. Let's uh, let's do that one then since we, we talked about it. Okay, so I came up with this new section, and it's currently name pending called Lore and Translation. And yes, I got this from there's a YouTube channel <laughs> called... Uh, 
I think it's tasty. And they do this YouTube series where they take a recipe and they translate it 20 times and then Ooh. someone has to cook it. Um, and it's a fucking great series. So I'm like, huh, how can I make this a League of Legends section? <laughs> so what I'm going to do today is I translated a champion's lore 20 times and I'm going to read it. <laughs> and you guys are going to have to tell me what champion's lore that is. And you can stop Easy. me as soon as you like can figure out who, figure out who it is. Yeah. Okay? Okay. Oh, yeah, we got this. Okay. The champion's name is Flash. The best landing for <laughs> locomotives. <laughs> Fences are a good place to live, and you can do anything but freedom. His creativity is endless, but prisons have so much destruction, destruction and misery that tools help to help him escape the biting nails. Your goal is to fill the entire castle, expel poisonous debris from the most dangerous places, and catch mechanics and giants. One of these giants, along with his companions, came up with a plan to repair a human fence. However, the sour reality of his work quickly disappears and becomes violent before ineffective and empty. But there's something good for everyone. The inventor, Victor, discovers that the lost giant was inspired by the dormant ability of the platform. Victor has begun a series of... (laughs) It is Blitzcrank. Oh my gosh. Wow. Uh, I'll I'll just keep going a little bit. Um, Victor has begun begun a series of experiments aimed at improving augmentation by adding new elements that go beyond his original creation. Hextech. Victor's unexpected hexagonal crystal was placed in the desert of a huge desert trunk of Slima and broke when the plane crashed. (laughs) Victor's thundercrank golem deals with hot flashes. Dance. A side effect of crystal hextech. Basically sends them to the ground to poison Jauna. Not only did Blitzcrank prove to be a capable steam engine, but the work was completed incredibly quickly and effectively, taking days or weeks. He learns about his creation. Blitzcrank sends, describes, and uh, describes daily messages. They did a great job of serving the guards and began communicating with them on a regular basis. Seeing Big Man go beyond his knowledge, Victor tries to imitate Victor's wrongdoing, but when it turns out to be... The key to Bliss's consensus, uh, he ma- he makes a mistake and fails. Not everything is a fad of joy. Concepts such as common sense and nuances are ignored and ignored when whenever they are not created. It can be absurd and misleading for Xanta's purposes. For example, me invaded the apartment for personal use of the missing person. They also <laughs> destroy the factory. Victor sends <laughs> people to cleanse toxic chemicals and guides them through the process of finding uh, the cause of corrosion. As a result, the most effective way to prevent further infection is to eliminate the source of the infection, and the flare will not stop until the debris and iron are gone, and the lightning begins to st- destroy the plant. The Baron of Chemnists, who owns the damaged factory, is furious and accuses Victoria of destroying the giant uh, or asking more money. Despite that victor begins to see a flash as a creature not not as a tool to follow his instructions he wants to keep the work away from danger and consequences but when he returns to the lab and starts his design he notices that the log has fallen despite the limitations of early software blitzcrank continues to improve uh they decided to uh take on a mission that was completely independent of the creators the word spread took shape practiced consistently and made constant efforts to maintain the fence we're done (laughs) That's crazy. So you said that it the his name is Flash in this translation. Yeah. I'm I'm imagining at some point Blitzcrank was interpreted as Blitzkrieg, and that's <laughs> yeah. where it got stuck onto onto Flash, which I, yeah, I kind of love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's Flash, the best landing for locomotives. <laughs> <laughs> the best landing for locomotives. What's his actual like the steam golems? The yeah, steam I think golem. So. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, but that's, that's that bad. section. I'm not sure how I'm going to rework this because I, I, the reality is the lore is just a little bit too long to read the entire thing. This isn't even the entire mm-hmm. thing. I just cut it off like when it like limited because I think the translator only allows 5,000 words or something like that or 5,000 characters, Jeez. I guess. Um, yeah. But either way, I think this is going to be a fun new section. I want to try it a couple more times. I think if I want to come up with like a better title for the section, but uh, I think it's going to be fun. Because uh, you come up with stuff like Victor's Thundercrank Golem deals with hot flashes dance. <laughs> so, what a powerful well, sentence! I, I there was also one where he was like he invades the apartment solo and uses <laughs> for like his own personal. Life. <laughs> it's funny, man. Yeah, um, but anyways, that that's good, that's our new section that we'll try out a couple times because people always say, "Why don't you guys do lore?" Um, we're doing lore. Now. <laughs> yeah, we're. <laughs> Hot Flash Dance. That's the section. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, if anyone has any suggestions for that section or even characters that you want me to cover uh, in our new section, um, then let me know. Hit me up. Yeah. Uh, so with so, that, we've got a, a guaranteed guffaw where we're going to talk about how to fix slash rework stopwatch. Nick, we waited for you to be here because uh, rumor exciting. has that you have some strong opinions about stopwatch. Yes. Item's fucking broken. I absolutely hate it. It's one of my... like. Uh, it is, I I have grown to hate watching G2 play because it feels like they're the only team that abuses stopwatches like this, where if you watch like a 25, 30 minute team fight, every single member on G2 has a stopwatch mm-hmm. um, and no, no one else in the entire game does. So it feels like they're just cheating. Um, it, it brings you back almost to like season two M5 mm-hmm. where everyone has a GA. Yeah. Where they would run like five GAs every yeah. game and... It, it's just crazy i think like i understand it's consumable it's a one-time thing it's pretty expensive for a one-time use as well but i I think it would be like absolutely wild if there were any other component that built into something else that you purchased like 25 minutes late like into the game and just and just sat on you know if you just sat on like a like a warden's mail for instance and then you sell it immediately yeah and then you sell it immediately like if you don't plan on you know upgrading it into one of what two items that it's usable on like i i don't know i i imagine that item would be like giga gutted instantly and yeah that would be the end of it but that's not so, the case with with this yeah i mean like i've done a couple like in-person replay reviews or even when i'm just like playing with someone like i'll try to they'll ask me for like build advice right yeah and i think this is the item that i recommend the most like someone backs like oh i have fucking 700 gold like should i mm-hmm. what should i build next and i go buy a stopwatch you're fucking 40 minutes into the game just buy a stopwatch this fight it's better than buying an elixir it's better than buying any component um it's better than buying fucking control words just buy a stopwatch mm-hmm. for this fight and then it's always useful it 100 percent of the time it's useful yeah so i don't know i i obviously have some issues with the item <laughs> i think it's op um i understand that like it can make some uh late game team fights like pretty exciting um but i don't know i i think it's kind of lame to see like okay well the like uh, this person clearly like misplayed and now they just get saved because of mm-hmm. you know a 650 gold item i mean yeah, we had the discussion on discord right where it's like aggressive plays with it are cool and defensive plays with it are fucking beyond comprehension lame <laughs> like mm-hmm. yeah. personally i just think that they need to not have it be a component anymore like you you can get the active from Zonia's Hourglass, a three thousand like you know three thousand gold item, and that's that's where you get it. Period. And I think that that even becomes problematic as we've seen like 
um, a lot of uh, like Jarvins, Volley Bears. Um, I think Vi's were building Zonia second just because of the like it, it's the mm-hmm, maybe not after the dur- maybe maybe not after the durability patch, but it's like it's the best tank item if you need to go in, wait for your cooldowns, and and then get out. You know. Yeah. Yep. And I think that you highlighted the next big thing that I think would make it so much better is that it lets you wait for your cooldowns if yeah. if it held your cooldowns while you're in stasis then it's not nearly as busted um and you might maybe not have to you know turn it into an active that you only get from the completed item i still hate that you can purchase it for 650 and get it as a single use um we already have elixirs as like the one consumable mm-hmm. um I, I don't know why stopwatch is like the only item that you can really do that with. I, I suppose the only like the closest comparison is just sitting on like a grievous wounds component all game. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> the level of effect of like having your fucking bramble vest versus the, you know, the impact of a stopwatch is just completely, completely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I obviously had like a little bit more time to think about this because I posed this fucking question, right? So my logic and, and how I would fix this, in my opinion, is it needs to not be a purchase then sell item, right? I'm fine with it being a component, but it has to like be, be being built into like a GA or Zonia's, right? And the yeah. only way I can see this B is A, it needs to cost more gold. So I my theory is make it cost a thousand gold, right? And mm-hmm. my second idea is give it stats, it should take the armor from like the cloth armor from Guardian's Angel, and it should take mm. the cloth armor from uh, Zonius, right? So now it's a thousand gold item, still not stat efficient. It has armor on it, um, but when you use it, it shatters the stats of the item. So like as soon as you use the stopwatch, you lose the stats that you have on it now, um, meaning you're you're forced to fucking upgrade it soon also the sellback value needs to be almost zero i have the sellback sellback value of yeah i have it as 50 gold right now right now it's um 30 percent of the item right now it's because it's a 650 gold item and it sells back for like 200 and something Mm -hmm. um but like my idea is make it more expensive make it sell back for less give it stats so like it doesn't feel bad buying a thousand gold item it gives nothing but like as soon as you fucking use this this item is now useless and you're forced to act on it Mm mm-hmm yeah, I don't, I don't hate that. I mean, it just, I don't know. It, it just feels so impactful right now, and I think that is a good way to to limit the the impact. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, I I just think there's a lot of things that Riot could do that I think currently it's becoming an issue for sure. Um, especially mm-hmm. like it looks right of the fucking perfectly timed. I mean, people still run perfect timing, but at least it's not as fucking gross as it used to be. Like where yeah, everyone God, in the game would run it. on every single yeah. Yeah, character. Yeah. I, I but think it, Aiden, like one way you could go about it as well, you know, very much in line with, with your suggestion would be like, once you fully stacked secrets arm guard, it becomes stopwatch. Ooh. Right. Hmm. It's like, you have to get this item early you can't just purchase it for a team fight. You have to dedicate to it. And mm-hmm. then when it breaks, like the stats are half effective until it becomes a full like hourglass. That. Yeah. I, I right, think you, where, could do, you can make GA have like an AD version of it as well. I think, but that'd be fine as well. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Right. It could just be, you get, you know, adaptive stat plus armor. Yeah. That's great actually. And and then, yeah. Right. It's like, okay, you can get it early on for like laning strength and for an early team fight. But you're gonna have to fully upgrade it sooner than later. 
That's really cool like too, because I think the current state of Seekers is really bad because it's like super inefficient like right now when you buy it and then it like barely comes to gold efficient when you get it fully stacked making it actually like z- like zero gold efficient when you see when you buy it and then make it to stopwatch when you have it upgraded is fucking a really cool idea mm-hmm. for sure yeah like and that. again like i think that that solves the big issue of you know everybody is resetting on a thousand gold and they're like well everyone just get a stopwatch mm-hmm. like you can't do that because you're gonna have to kill a bunch of minions for it to become the stopwatch it also makes it worse on supports by like a lot as well, which is an- another good thing because mm-hmm. I think supports yeah, abuse sure. it probably the second most after junglers. I would say. Yeah, it wouldn't be purchasable on supports, would it? Like, there's no <laughs> way you're farming up, you know, however many yeah minions. Yeah, I think that's cool. I think that's a good way of fucking doing that. Though that's that's I really think so cool. Too. Awesome. All right, it's solved. Riot Games hire us. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> um cool uh our next section is our competitive league section um where msi semis and finals happened and uh we learned that blue side is op question mark question mark um actually nick it's question mark exclamation point question mark exclamation point one exclamation point (laughs) so i i i don't think it's necessarily like so this is obviously referencing uh what t1's coaches um yeah. fucking comments, Polt like, said that like they lost because they got red side <laughs> so like i don't necessarily think like obviously he's not wrong right they did lose because they were red side or, or like that is that is a fact they were inside and they lost and uh yes, blue side yes. won all five games both yes. this year of msi and last year of msi yeah that that's that's what i was trying to uh <laughs> to say um yeah. obviously blue side is like powerful in or, or was powerful in these two metas um, I, I feel like he didn't say that was the only reason and people are interpreting it that way. Um, but I mean, just, it's, it's, yeah, there's like, it was a longer quote, but like the, the one part of the quote definitely is fucking ugly. It was literally, we lost because, um, they played blue side three times. <laughs> like, okay. never mind. I first, I, I'm. I feel like I remember that differently, but it was it was a long quote. That was part of it, though. Is literally that we didn't get to play blue side three times. I see. Yeah, which <laughs> is fucking crazy. Not a good look. Mm-hmm. Red side going into outside of finals had a higher win rate, by the way, of the entire tournament. Oh, um, interesting. Huh. Uh, so in like group stage and stuff, um, mm-hmm. red side had a higher win rate, which you could argue is. So the meta of blue side versus red side does that mean that red side versus bad teams is better because you get two counter picks and your counter picks can abuse badder team like worse teams um versus when you're in finals versus a good team your counter picks don't do as much as having priority on a op pick that's yeah, I mean, probably that, the that way i read that yet, right yeah, yeah is that like op picks are just so much better um but when you're versus you know weaker teams you don't need those op picks to to, to win yeah your counter picks like actually just fist teams mm-hmm. like for sure like yeah um yeah, it's a weird comment. I, I I personally like blue side has always been, in theory, better in competitive. It's just historically has been better. Um, at best, it's fifty fifty. At worst, it, we just have metas where characters are so strong that red side is fa- uh, forced to waste a ban banning out open yeah. shit so blue side doesn't first pick it. Um, yeah. I mean, even in solo queue, right? The part of it solo queue is the fact that side selection, like just the orientation of your camera lowers win rate. I don't think that's a factor at pro play. I don't think pro players no. are. Mm-hmm. blowing lowering the win rate because they have a weird camera angle um but like in solo queue red side has higher mmr players than blue side to balance out mm-hmm. the win rate discrepancy um yeah which i don't think fully should apply in pro play 
Uh, that being said, like maybe they need to figure out a better way of seeding finals. I mean, MSI would, I mean, RNG would have been the higher seeded team regardless. So they would have got side selection, even if it wasn't a coin toss. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it does feel bad if like, if anyone thinks that they lost the game because of side selection, even though I don't believe that's true, it's a bad feeling to have as a out there as like a floater. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, I think it really degrades the conversation around like what mistakes were made and what plays were done really well. Like side select matters, but Mm -hmm. I I don't think it's, it's really a great talking point, you know, in, in terms of, what they could do about it you know one team is always going to have one side more Mm -hmm. um you know if it goes the full five games Mm -hmm. maybe there's a world where you play a best of seven and if you play seven games and blue side wins every time then you know there's there's something to be said there i think even you know in the case of like last year and this year blue side winning every time in msi finals like there's something to be looked at there from the riot side Mm -hmm. but it's it's really tough to try to balance that where it's like okay you know the the draft advantage can't possibly be that you know that influential unless there's a character that's beyond busted yeah yeah i'm looking Um, at the other msis and it seems like they're pretty equal on um blue red side wins other than like the last two years so maybe we're just becoming into a meta where there's just more op picks that are like important but i don't know i I just don't think there's a very good solution regardless like for something like this I, uh, I mean, characters the, the, on red side to just do three percent less damage <laughs> the i mean the solution would be like i don't i don't know fix a or find a, a different draft method and i don't mm-hmm. know if that's the way to do it like for sure um i don't know i will constantly make this comparison um especially when we talk about uh the actual results um but uh the way dota does it like you you do a lot of um like picking and banning at the same time uh and it's not just like two phases of each it's like a, a um um i, w- I want to say close to like three phases of each but it feels more like interwe- uh, interweaved into interwoven into mm-hmm. like the actual draft versus like it's pick it's it's bans and then picks like basically yeah I don't know, it makes it a little a little bit more um like the choices feel a little bit more meaningful so I'm, I'm, and I don't know if that just, would work. Just go to method, go but... to blind pick game five. <laughs> but the problem is it didn't go to game five. <laughs> just just do the LK, LCK old special game five is blind pick so that if <laughs> if one side's more OP yeah. because of the draft, the finals is uh, no draft advantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't necessarily think that was the case here. But no, no. I, I, definitely an overreaction for sure. Um, mm. That being said, um, what do you guys think about the actual tournament overall? I was looking at the champions pick. There was 99 champions contested over the tournament. The only 100% pick rate characters were Ari and Lucian. Um, Ari being um, picked 30 games, banned 47. Lucian being picked three games, banned 74. <laughs> um, so Lucian's actually the OP character of the tournament, even though we saw him three games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But um, so I, I mean, I, do we want to talk about the results or the format? Because that's 
the format's where my issues lie. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I think to start the even like those stats you just brought up, like that to me signals that like, like Lucian is too strong and does not have adequate counterplay. Yeah, right. It's weird like, though. It it's weird that I think it it it's almost exclusively his interaction with Nami, because you're I don't think you're picking Lucian without Nami. But I mean, you, you definitely like, would because like Nami's Nami, winner it would be right? higher if that wasn't the case. Like I I think it's. I mean, also mid lane Lucian's look really good at this tournament as well. That's that was true. the other yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And Jahu's fucking the best mid lane Lucian in the fucking world. Solo lane Lucian? Let's say that yeah. after he won MSI last year with top lane Lucian. That's fair. Yeah. Solo lane Lucian. <laughs> so I, I, I just think Lucian in general is pretty strong. But yeah, his uh, pick with Nami is fucking disgusting. Um, yeah, I just think, you know, I, I, to, for a character to be banned that consistently at the, like, the highest level of play and for, you know, players like you know gumiyushi or Karia or xiaohu or faker to be like this needs to be banned because the options of playing against it are too limited like that's something to be looked at oh yeah yeah for in sure. my thought right like it's like and as someone who's laned against a lot of nami lucian i i would agree where it's like it, it doesn't matter like he's just gonna <laughs> jump in press the attack electrocute win the trade regardless of if he was like 40 percent when he went in mm-hmm. yeah outside of that like i felt like the term is like pretty balanced like I, I i liked that in the finals we saw adaptation of like lissandra she pretty well only got picked in finals she didn't really get picked the entire other uh, outside of that in the tournament as like a she counter insanely good in the finals too yeah she fucking count she like at at worst neutralizes good mid laners and at best yeah. fucking completely shuts down playmaking mids like it, and it was like two crucial picks in the lissandra and uh i'm, I'm sorry lissandra countering the the ari and the leblanc which, yeah uh, the, turned out to be a pretty contested pick for sure yeah well. it's a fucking great adaptation it's just cool that we don't see something like that like the entire tournament then it comes out and fucking just is like a game-changing pick yeah that is really cool mm-hmm. the only other pick that i wanted to talk about was um it's crazy to me that teams weren't picking Jinx still. Like, we talked about this a little bit. Like, for example, Gumiyushi and um, Danny, both their fucking best AD carries all season were Jinx. Like, pretty straightforward. Like, maybe you could argue Gumiyushi's was uh, Aphelios, but, like, either way, Jinx is, like, a top two pick for both those players. Jinx got nerfed 50 HP before this tournament, and she got picked yep. three times? Like, I don't fucking understand like the character isn't dead she's absolutely fine she fucking did well in those games by the way she like won like two out of three of them Mm -hmm. that she's played in i don't understand why teams are so like they they see a nerf and they just go okay that character's dead and just don't fucking pick it up ever again like it's almost unbelievable that like stuff like that can happen Uh, i was i was posting in the discord the moment those jinx changes got made that like i didn't think those changes would change anything i mean it's one auto attack uh, you know early yeah. game and that's like that's it then she's the same exact character her lane has always been like not the best not the worst so it goes down like a tiny bit and if if danny was able to make the plays like solo inting his his like early lanes away with um with like a, a early deaths on uh on jinx and still get like 1v5 pentakills basically yeah like mm-hmm. i i don't understand like why the character wasn't picked when she did the exact same thing just with 50 less hp also you probably yeah, heard it I from like the, every single oh, sorry like, i was just gonna say you probably heard it from every fucking analyst in the game the whole tournament is about team fighting 
a team fighting is all that fucking mattered in this tournament. Yeah. Jinx is probably the best fucking team fighting AD here in the game. She's so good. Saw, if I'm not mistaken, we saw more of Felios than we did. Than yeah, we, we did saw Jinx. more. And I think that character is yeah. fucking yeah. trash. <laughs> I, I think one way to like frame the the scale of the nerf and like how ridiculous it is that that teams completely dropped her is like right again it was like 50 hp imagine you're in a solo queue game and you're like walking up with your ad carry and ezreal lands one q and they say gg afk like yeah the, the game's over my, ezreal like pick ezreal is... landed one q before lane game's over completely countered completely unplayable <laughs> right like that's how little it is um, yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, it's it, it's wild. Um, I I think one thing to cover real quick because we didn't explicitly say it <laughs> um, was it was the actual results, um, which if you if you could interpret it by us talking about how Pult describing why they lost. Uh, <laughs> hey, RNG won the finals three two. Uh, RNG defeated uh, Evil Gen- was it Evil Geniuses. Yeah. Yep. UG3-1. Um, and then uh, T1 defeated uh, G2. 3 yeah. Yeah. I bet on all three of those games, by the way. Did you say the final was 3-2? That's what it yeah. says on the... Yeah, it was 3-2. The final was, it was 3-2. I, I, thought, yeah. I swear to God it was 3-1. It came, went to game five. That, that's okay. why uh, RNG won on blue Sorry. side three times. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I bet on all three games. I bet fucking 25 bones on EG winning and 25 bones on G2 winning. Uh, only reason I bet on EG Yikes. is because the fucking odds were gross, by the way. It was like 12 to okay. 1. Uh, I'm like, Holy. hey, if I, if, I, if I win this, I win like $300. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, and then, uh, so I lost 50 bones. Then I bet the, my other 50, I always like put like $100 on tournaments uh, on fucking RNG winning. And then I made all my money back and more. <laughs> Plus $10. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's that's cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think the results were terribly shocking. Uh, I think the best two teams were in the finals. Um, and it came down to five side games, selection. So. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I I will say that I do think T one's game five draft was like one yeah. of the worst drafts I've ever seen in my entire life. Dude, how the fucking Pult sale those things after he fucking drafted um, <laughs> R four and five Jin Yumi, <laughs> like, Jin Yumi into uh, Jin Yumi. Don't forget Jace into Gwen, uh, Bin's Gwen, who which actually made him look like a like a good top laner. Like Ugh. that was insane. I don't know. Oh, it's um, fucking crazy. Also, putting fucking Carrie the best. Fu- I think Carrie is still the best support in the fucking he's world. So right now. fucking good on Yumi duty game five. <laughs> Yumi. Yeah, I don't oh, know. It fuck, was it, it was wild. The fact that that yeah he had the on, audacity to say that on Yumi duty with Jin. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like if okay, I could see it in a world where like if if Gumi Yushi. Is having a better tournament and he's on a Felios or Jinx. Yeah, I, I can which see Which he could that. have been, by the way. <laughs> yeah, which could've he could have. He could have been on Jinx. <laughs> but it's like, okay, great. You've got your Yumi on a Jin. Yeah. What's it gonna do? <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. It's it just bad draft. Um, but it was fun. I, I enjoyed MSI. Other than the format being shit, we get sixty six best of ones and then three best of fives. Um, insane over the course of four weeks. By the way. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I have a lot of issues with this format because uh, I, I feel like it normally I, I wouldn't have like that many issues, um, but it occurred simultaneously with a Dota major 
uh, which did showcase a, a good tournament format. Mm-hmm. I don't know how this even feels like a, a tournament when it's it is a month long. It is a month long. Like it's it's insane to me that you could host a tournament and like the 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 group stage was barely watchable. The mm-hmm. rumble stage was barely watchable. Then your first two best of best of uh, fives were barely watchable. Like you had one like one enjoyable series, uh, and, and like in a month time. Yeah, I think it's like again with the format of sixty six best of ones and three best of five series. It's like they didn't run a tournament; they ran a season plus playoffs. In yeah, the yeah they just had a, a tiny split. They, they had a tiny split, yeah. Like, that's how they run the, the, the air quotes tournament, and it's... I don't know, it was uh, disgusting. It yeah. I, I've described it as, like, I, it feels like Riot Games has put in, like, what, like, into a supercomputer. What is the, like, statistically, how can we, how can we format this tournament to average the highest number of viewers? And, it, like, I feel like it's lost a lot of its, uh, a lot yeah. of its, like, allure as a competitive tournament that being said i, I do want to state that like we had a couple people in our discord who were like new to league of legends and competitive league of legends they were like holy fuck is every tournament like this awesome and it's just really really nice to see like people coming in like bright-eyed and bushy-tailed mm-hmm. like about competitive league of legends right because obviously we're a little bit jaded about it and we're like oh this could be better in all these ways but seeing people be like holy fuck is every tournament this good and everyone's like oh man <laughs> <laughs> it's just really it's really cute um but yeah, I thought it was fi- I thought it was fine. It just needs to like be better. Is like the reality. Also, Nick, I'm not sure if you listened to the last episode, but Colton and I discussed um why the fuck is it called MSI like midseason Invitational? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I I didn't listen to it, but I I think you mentioned it at some point. Yeah, it's not a fucking invitation. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's fucking crazy. It's an invitational, um, but we only invite the teams that finish first. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, anyways, uh, hopefully Worlds is better. I'm really excited for Worlds. So. Yeah. Definitely. Oh. Want to talk about Once our next ad read? Wraps up competitive league section. Uh, before we hop over to roundtable, we're going to do our second ad read from our friends over at NordVPN. Um, if you guys are unfamiliar somehow, still NordVPN is an easy-to-use, one-click or auto-enabled VPN service that you can set up for your web browser, your phone, or even your Android TV. You can set it up on up to six devices. Uh, using every major platform, including Windows, Android, iOS, Mac OS, and Linux. You get amazing speed on their 5,500 uh, 5, plus servers in over 60 countries. You'll easily be able to find a server near you for better speed uh, or connect to a faraway location to freely explore the internet or get past uh, location restrictions on your favorite streaming services. Uh, it's a really great product that you can get with a special deal going to nordvpn.com forward slash leadcast, you'll get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan. You get free threat protection as well as an additional month for free. All of that also comes with a completely risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee from NordVPN. Again, you can go to nordvpn.com forward slash leadcast to get that discount on your plan. Free threat protection, an additional month free, all of which is 30-day money-back guaranteed um yeah it's it's a uh, pretty great some, yeah, some hot. good stuff i awesome. will tell you guys that it has saved my life this past week <laughs> um because hey it turns out i watched a lot of stuff uh yeah. and one of the things that um i didn't discover through nord but that um would be useful 
Uh, it was a British television show called Taskmaster, yeah. which is like actually one of the most fun shows I've ever seen. They just hire like so they bring in like a, a group of comedians and they just do like w- like wild menial tasks mm-hmm. and compete for for um, for I don't, I don't know competition purposes. I mean, one of the challenges was like high five someone third like out of a group of five. Like, how do you do that? <laughs> it's crazy. It was uh, a lot of fun. Um, and, uh, I definitely, definitely used my money's worth for NordVPN this past week. Oh, for sure. It's great. Nord's yeah. uh, really, really great. Would recommend. Yes. Thank you, Nord. Um, sweet. We want to get into the round table. Yeah, I would love to. Um, so last week's question, if you want to answer it, Nick, um, was, <laughs> uh, let me pull it up. It's right here. Um, what is your go-to game when you need a break from League of Legends? It's a Ram. <laughs> that's actually fair you play a lot of arms yeah, yeah i do i uh I, I enjoy the game mode when people aren't like typing and pinging your builds and stuff like that so mm-hmm. but which it's is fun so right? not very often <laughs> yeah so like every mm-hmm. every like i don't know fifth game maybe yeah <laughs> nick it's, it's really funny that you you like your your immediate answer was that because when aiden asked me the question i was like do you want my my real answer or a funny <laughs> answer and he was like sure go ahead and give me your your real answer and I said, the answer is League of Legends. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I just, I continue playing mm-hmm. when I should take a break. Um, but I'm interested awesome. in seeing what our what our listeners play, because maybe maybe it's a good idea to not keep playing until I've lost 300 LP. True. Yeah, for sure. Um, Connor on Twitter said, No Man's Sky, exploring space, discovering planets and galaxies with different species. So fun and relaxing, especially especially with a Fallout soundtrack in the background. Hell yeah. Calvin said, Binding of Isaac, simple yet very in-depth. Tons of replay value, and it uh, lets me do something usually with my tears. <laughs> um, Sarah said, Anything Zelda, most likely Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask. Nothing can tilt me in those games except for the annoying Deku Shrub and Majora's Mask near the clock tower. <laughs> if you know, you know. Um uh, T2G said any battle royale game like Apex and Fortnite my friends are nerds but they don't like League so, uh, so I play uh, with them after a tough time of ranked um, from our discord I Quinn said for Horizon uh, eh, Forza Horizon 5 and Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duels are my go-to for utilize uh, sorry for untilting myself from League of Legends Lack said I relax by clicking circles in Osu it's a chill <laughs> single-player rhythm game and a great escape from being flamed by my team in League Chug said, I usually play Pokemon or something chill. At least uh, experience uh, makes sense in Pokemon true. Um, Bork sa- Bork Rush said, I really like to spend my free time with my partner playing Switch games like Snipper Clips. She started to play through uh, Octopath Traveler, uh, which has been Ooh. cool to watch since we're both fans of old school RP- uh, JRPGs. When it's just me, I like to, uh, I need a mental break. I tend to pick up games that are pretty easy to start and stop, like roguelikes and other one shot style playthroughs. Um, and then last but not least, the last Samir, I said, Pokemon Unite. Uh, just a few slaps and kicks around the map and hard carry almost every game and if i want my ass kicked i go back to league i don't want to play with other people mm-hmm. i just dust off my any uh, snes or ps1 or ps2 and play rpg an rpg that i haven't finished that would be xenogears hell yeah thank you guys for all your responses this week um this week's roundtable question though is would you be friends with your main champion in real life why or why not I don't know if I have a main, but I guess the you don't really didn't... anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I. I mean, I should play Tom Kench. I think he's still a P support. Yeah, he's um, fucking really good, especially Sun yeah. skill. I think. I think Sun yeah. like Tom Kench is actually like the best thing in the game. I, I think so too. Um, you just have to find someone who's like mentally stable at AD carry. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I guess like uh, the champ I feel like I've been enjoying the most recently is uh, is Bard. 
Um, I yeah, I feel like I'd be friends with Bard. I mean, he wouldn't talk to me very much, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say like for me, it's it's between like Zillion and MF. And the answer for both of them is like I would want to be friends with them, but they're probably too cool for me. <laughs> like <laughs> Zillion would be fucking traveling like across time periods and mentions and he's like who are you and why do you matter <laughs> and mf is just like off fucking being a bounty hunter on the seas and again mm-hmm. just like why why would they hang out with me yeah that's sad i'm just i'm just being honest man <laughs> they're too cool for me yeah. like that's if i sad. if if i mained brom then he would because he's a nice guy but zillion's busy and no, you, for yeah. Tom Kench, no. He's a fucking yeah. demon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's really stupid. Of he, course he would not. devour your fucking soul. Uh, if you want to tell us if you'd be friends with your main champion in League of Legends, you can hit us up on our Twitter. That's at LeagueCast. You can send us an email, mail at LeagueCastPodcast.com, or come into our Discord and post in our roundtable section. That's discord.gg slash LeagueCast. Poggers, uh, we're moving into Zorica's mail time. Make it this is the last fight. Zorica's mail time, too. Oh, this is the last. It's switching one. back to I mail see. fight after this week. Nick, that means He's you have to back. sing this Orcus mail time song. Yeah, hit us with the Orcus mail time song. It's mail time. It's oh man, what a great song! I'm so happy that <laughs> wow, that's they... been included in every episode. It actually won a Eurovision award. <laughs> Did yeah. you guys know that? <laughs> um, so uh, Diffy says, "Do you think Riot will be approaching balance balance changes differently after the damage reduction patch? Will there uh, will they be any less forgiving?" I'm sorry, any less willing to give damage to a struggling character or any quicker to nerf an overly performing damage source uh, in the event that this set of changes falls short of the desired level of damage reduction? Do you think there will be a long-term trend of pulling back on damage numbers? Or do you think they made the change they wanted and all that's left is balancing the champs that became overnight superstars and failures dippy? Boy, this is a tough question given that um, we're like one week into the balance patch. I mean, I... I... Who, I have a, a take on this, which I think sure. is pretty accurate. Is that I, I don't think that they will be. I think they're the way that they balance the game is going to stick pretty well the same. Yeah, because we've seen consistently throughout League's history, mobility creep, like complexity creep, and damage creep, and they're they're doing a hard reset now to fix some of the damage creep problems. And it's going to just continue to creep up and up and up until they have to do something about it again, mm-hmm. is, is my thought. Like, that's that's probably what's going to happen is that damage numbers are going to keep coming up because it's it's a lot easier to, like, buff the worst character than to nerf the, like, top five characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, eventually, and right, like when you nerf, like let's say you nerf the best character, and they go from like S plus to A tier. Yeah, and then you buff also like the worst character, and they become A tier. Right, like the the damage has gone generally up, and then that character that was S and became A is probably going to get buffed again in like six weeks because people stopped playing it. Yeah. So yeah, that's, I mean, that's my I think it's, it's very hard to say what they'll do. I'm, I'm, ex- I think I give them, I'll give them credit. I think they will do a good job of rebalancing stuff. I think that they, hopefully, are understanding what got hit too hard, and hopefully, they won't just buff it back up to being a damage meta again. Yeah, um, but we'll see. We'll have, we'll have to see. I, I have faith in them though. 
Yeah. yeah. So and thank I, you for the email, Dippy. And the snake, what do you got? I, I was just going to say, I think the damage reduction patch has been a huge success. I uh, really enjoy how the game is played right now. Um, and uh, I, I know that's not like... <laughs> I know that's not the case for a lot of a lot of people, but uh, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I know. I know Quinn is loving it as someone who plays AD carry and prefers yeah, AD carries the, are fucking broken. The twenty the to twenty five minute game. team fight. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, so thanks for the email, Dippy. On to the next one from Elliot. He says, "Hey guys, I've been hard stuck iron for most of the season until yesterday when I was able to climb out somehow. When I went into my first bronze game, I decided to play ADC." I'm usually a support or mid laner, but had been playing Ash in normal games and was having pretty good success. Why isn't she played more? Ash is actually kind of insane to me. It could be that I'm in bronze and Ash is a safe and reliable pick, but I was curious as to your thoughts on Ash right now. Also, do you guys have any problems with the challenge tokens for collecting skins and champs being weird? I own every champion and hundreds of skins, but the tokens for them still say I haven't even started them. Just curious if it was only me. P.S. Sorry if this, uh, if the grammar and our spelling is off. I'm sending it on my phone. Thanks for the podcast, Elliot. So the the all the challenges are broken, by the way. All the ones like with collecting shit. So don't feel bad about oh, that's that. Good. Uh, and then for Ash, I have this problem where like I get like 15 minutes into the game and then I'm like I, I notice I've I've been asleep. Uh, and. <laughs> she's just so fucking boring man that's why no one plays her she's i don't know i hate ash she's my least favorite ad carry in the game to play yeah i don't know i i feel like she's um she's okay i don't think she's like anything special um i think what she does for a team um that other ad carries do don't do um like the vision control is essentially it um and like that's really not well utilized in solo queue um, but I, I don't know. She's like not as safe. I mean, if you get on her, she has no way of peeling herself off. So like once her flash is down, that's kind of it. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say she's the most safe, reliable pick, but she's, she's not bad. <laughs> yeah. She like, she is a safe, reliable pick and she's got tools that make her useful. Even when really far behind, like, a 20 and 0 ash alt is just as effective as a 0 and 5 ash alt the same thing with like hawkshot where you know being able to see the baron it doesn't matter if you're good or bad at ash like just you can see the baron that's great yeah um i think her damage is generally on the lower side unless she happens to be like four items free hitting where then she can match some other ad carries um she's pretty bad in short duration trades which i think the game has pushed a lot more towards like it, it's very very rare that an ad carry actually gets to like auto every time their their attack is up throughout a whole fight um and you know the, the ad carries that can make do with more infrequent auto attacks that are more impactful i think tend to do better um but i don't know i think ash is pretty strong but a lot of people yeah just don't enjoy playing her people have been playing uh the aram ash build on summoner's rift yeah uh, and i think it's actually broken i think it's actually op what's the build um i've seen a lot of people no it's mandate God. or something yeah a lot mandate. of people are are going like imperial mandate but i think leandry's is better 
um, just for the the cooldown reduction and the fact that you can apply it like permanently with your W. Um, the goal is to have like build, a 20 second alt cooldown. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you essentially build cooldown reduction and like team useful items. So you'll go like an early, uh, I think you get man immune just for like a tiny bit of damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then your damage mythic, whether that be like mandate or um, Leandries. And then you start like, uh, what's that? The the Kempunk chain sword or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The, the healing reduction one. Um, maybe Axie Mark if you can never afford it. Yeah. Um, but stuff like that. I mean, essentially, you just become an ulti bot, like, and, and W. It's your best ability. It's so disgusting. Like a lot. <laughs> it's so disgusting. Yeah. Um, so. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you can always f- give that a shot. Got a fucking long one from our boy Undertoned. Oh, God. All right. Kit, Colton, can you read the, the poem and I'll read the other stuff? Dude, I can just read the email if you want. Sure. I, I got it. I got it. <laughs> Okay. You're, you're, you have to stay on voice rest still. Okay. <laughs> what up, y'all? It's your boy Undertone here with yet another spicy email despite the disappearance. I used to email in all the time and slowly fell off the face of the earth. Well, fear no more, I have returned with yet another banger. I have no idea why, because I don't even know what's going to make it good, because I'm literally making this up as I go. But don't <laughs> worry, when have I ever disappointed? That's confidence. <laughs> First off, I have been a faithful listener for literally years, and the only time I didn't listen was when I was in basic training and didn't have my phone on me. Despite that, I never donated, and the years have piled up. The tax collectors are knocking at my door, wondering where my many thousands have gone. I am now donating to you guys to cover my own ass and as to claim it as a business expense slash donation, (laughs) and hopefully they buy it. Just because I avoid some taxes doesn't mean I don't pay it anyways. Uh, half of gas is taxes, 7% everywhere you go is taxes, etc. I don't understand why it's such a big deal. A decade or two of evasion shouldn't be the reason to concern the FBI shaking my head. Uh, secondly, for the roundtable response, I'm in a similar boat to Aiden. I absolutely love roguelikes, most, uh, many of the ones people fawn over. I'm not a big fan of, though. I thought Inscription was pretty good, but never beat it because it fell off. It felt off. Like, it's just not for me. But I was mainly hooked uh, in because of the story. The voice actor for the Shady Dude was so good. And if we could pause from this email for a moment so that Aiden can do his best impression of it, I would be very appreciative. Aiden? Was there voice acting in that game? <laughs> wasn't, wasn't everything just like like grunts? Maybe that's voice I acting. Yeah, I've never heard of this game. I, I I swear to God, everything's just like grunts and like everything in my head sounds like you know in like Undertale, like how like when like the text pops up and like like the like mixed between Undertale oh, or like Animal Crossing, mm-hmm. like like yeah, it's like that. Well, I, I mean, there, thank maybe you for the attempt. Is there voice acting? That's crazy. I, I mean, I would <laughs> think like the grunts and and sounds it, like that's voice Let's acting. See. I guess, um, yeah. Anyway, shooting planes and tanks can always be fun, except for when it's not. Or, so, sorry, I skipped a line. Uh, but as for actual games I enjoy when I'm taking a break from LOL, I love uh, War Thunder. Shooting planes and tanks can always be fun, except for when it's not. Other than that, I recommend one for Aiden in particular called Library of Ruina. Uh, it's a turn-based roguelike game uh, that is a mixture of a deck builder and adventure. Voice acting is only available in Korean, but the story is creepy and has a similarly dark feel as Inscription. Aside from that, literally anything roguelike kicks ass. Thirdly, a poem. A man flies. 
Where does he fly to? To his hopes and dreams. He goes too high. He's up at mile two. He enjoys the great big scenes. He feels as though the world is at his fingertips, ready to explore. Then he notices something that promises wonders galore. A thing that is up and coming, so much excitement and hype. It promises fun and many nights of delight. He sits down at his PC and downloads the client. When his family isn't home and the place is dead silent, he loads up the game and is happy to know that the thing he just downloaded is a new MMO, but not the same cheese like a brand new ricotta, a strange new genre in a world known as MOBA. He loads the tutorial and learns to prevail when the game makes him ash and builds him thorn mail. A man runs. Where does he go to? To his hopes and dreams. He runs at a pace, a pace set for two. The world is bigger than it seems. He tells all his friends about his this new iteration and the fun they can have in Summoner Nation. They download it too and they all start to play when Bofa69 just ruins their day. He plays a champion, a champion you see, one that is known as Full APE. <laughs> The man becomes angry because he can't afford the price to repay his now broken keyboard. His friends hear him yelling and with a big frown ask their friend ask their good friend to just sit and calm down. He tells them, Fuck you, you're the reason we lost. He felt so much better despite the friend that it just cost. A man walks. Where does he walk to? To his hopes and dreams. He also talks to his new friends who also enjoy his memes. Nobody really understood him, and that's why all of his friends, all of his friends he now has are found online. The friends he once had are no longer there, but that's okay because they were never quite fair. He did all he could do, but no matter what he did, they always made him mad because his enemies were fed. The new friends, they get it. They're all yelling hi at stra random strangers who they just met online. They flame and they curse until they face the commu communal, and the summoner stands at the mer mercy of the tribunal. A man crawls. Where does he crawl to? To his hopes and dreams. The man falls. He reaches honor too, but he flames all his teams. He crawls towards gold four with all his dreams in his sight when he leaves his promo series with a loss, two of five. He curses his teammates, wishing death on them all, when a riot employee just responds to their call. He loads into next game, he's ready to stand, when he gets a message saying, your account has been banned. A man stops. Where did he stop at? He stopped on the road to his <laughs> hopes and dreams. If you don't wish to stop, uninstall lol, ASAP. Do not let your vision become nothing but memes. <laughs> anyway, boys, that's a poem I wrote on the spot that entails a journey many of us have had in league in our addiction. Uh, take some Zoloft and calm the fuck down, boys. It's literally a game. Let's hope to see you on the roof sometime, and maybe this time I'll get out of plat this season. Probably not. I rate this podcast 536 out of 536 episodes. Would recommend Sticky Kids, Nice Socks, PlayStation 4 Stories, and that's pretty well it deuces undertone thanks undertone hell yeah Those yeah sick. it's it's hard to respond or comment to all of that content yeah um, so we won't so we won't <laughs> it's wrecked. very good 
Yeah, it was yeah. good. Uh, also, maybe maybe do pay your taxes. Just an idea. Up to you. Also, happy to have you back. Yeah, cool. welcome back, buddy. Um, yeah, that's awesome. It's a pretty well, pretty well good email. How about that? Uh, our next email is from uh, Kemi Leo. He says, "Hey guys, so the turret damage buff got me thinking. Why don't turrets do true damage?" No matter how much damage uh, you add to turrets, tanks with high armor will always be able to just take hits. Why not make turrets do damage that is actually meaningful against everyone? Uh, it seems reasonable since the point of turrets is to have a deterrent in lane to not just push all the way to the end. It should be less damage if it was true. I'm sorry. Yeah, it should be less damage if the damage was true, but makes more sense to me. Thoughts, Camilio. I think it's not I don't a know bad idea. Have... Yeah. Like, I, like, I don't think it really matters as long as you like because you can balance around like a champion should expect to take four turret hits before they die. Right. Yeah. And you could just balance it, whether that's true damage or physical damage, whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm fine with it being the way it currently is, but I also think that's yeah. like that wouldn't be a ba- like if the game had that already, I wouldn't be like upset. You know what I mean? Yeah. I maybe I, it should just be like Nexus turrets. I, I I'd like, be fine with Nexus turrets. Yeah. Doing that. Mm-hmm. I like that there's a certain point where like you can be tanky enough to tank the tower. Like I, I mm-hmm. like that as a gameplay option where yeah. like I want to be able to play a super tank and dive the tower and take a couple extra shots before I leave range to let like my carries clean up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think generally the issue that a lot of people have always had is that like the towers, because their damage amps up, feels so minuscule at the beginning where it's like, you get like level two tower tived and the support tanks two hits and the jungler tanks two hits and the 80 carry tanks a hit and all of them walk away and you're like, fuck that. Um, yeah, obviously it's stronger now. Um, I think one way to do it would just be to have like the damage of the towers scale up faster. So that it's not like six or seven hits before it does max damage, but more like three or four. Um, but letting it do true damage would also work. I just wouldn't want to be like an 800 health Ramus who can't tank a tower or an 800 armor Ramus who like yeah. can't take a tower. I would just make it so like a portion of it's true damage. I think that's like the best way like of doing it. Like so tanks can't infinitely mm-hmm. tank stuff like because there are tank there are games like especially pre durability patch or maybe I guess it's better post durability actually pre because towers do so much more um, where a tank can just take 30 tower shots. That's probably like a little yeah. bit ridiculous. You know what I mean? I think it'd be mm-hmm. fine if it like like twenty percent of the tower's damage is true damage or something like that. Yeah, I think another way you could go about it is that like on top of having the the damage of the tower shot scale, the tower shots could have like scaling armor pen or a scaling true damage percentage that maybe scales slower, right? Because it's like I when you accidentally take one tower hit for like poking them, that feels shitty. And, like, if the tower deals half of your health because it, it, like, shot your jungler once and then it hits you, that feels bad. Yeah. But it feels terrible when the tank gets to tank 30 hits, for example. Um, If they made, like, the damage maybe build up where it's, like, the first four tower hits, it goes up in damage. And then after that, it just goes up in armor pen, maybe. Yeah. That'd be cool. Like, like, I think there's a lot of ways to potentially do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, all of it comes down to, like, you can expect a character to die in whatever yeah. amount of turret shots, whether it's for sure or true. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, thanks for the thanks, email. Camilio. Next email oh. is from willful piranha uh, and he wants me to read that email. So, uh, 
Willful Piranha 60 emailing in again. Hope that you three absolutely beautiful men are doing well and staying smooth. Uh, my homie mains Lissandra mid and always carries when he plays her in the mid lane. I'm a support main and my main picks are Lux, Brand, Velcos, and Leona. But I recently decided I wanted to try a new champion that makes me feel as useful as when I play Leona. Uh, though Leona has great engage in CC, I feel like she's very boring to play after a while. And the kit is not too complicated, but that led me, led me to my new support main, Rel. Uh, so the broken combo bot is Rel and Lissandra. I put my E on Lissandra, and it's a guaranteed stun, if not a double stun, when she goes in with her E. I then follow up with W and Q, as well as autos, and it's a trade win every time, if not a d kill or double kill. What do you guys think of this combo, and what other bot lane combos could shut it down? Apologies for the long email. P.S. Colton is the best reader of emails. Uh, you, you can don't, read that, Colton. You don't have to read this part, but uh, can if you want to, Colton. <laughs> Colton is the best reader of emails. I feel like when he was picked for popcorn reading in elementary school, he would be the kid that everyone is like, wow, he can read without stopping <laughs> and saying um, constantly looking out for commas and apostrophes and conjunctions. Uh, Nick is a 9 out of 10. Aiden is a 7 out of 10, but Colton is a solid 10. Maybe that's why Aiden doesn't read in male fight. Lol. Waffle Piranha. The main reason <laughs> why I don't read in male fight is because I do all the fucking back end work yeah. while we're recording. Because uh, I have to like fucking edit the show, do all the social media stuff. That being said, I don't enjoy reading like long bits of stuff anyway. So. <laughs> and some of it is like, we love you guys. Some, uh, like, some of you guys don't send in very coherent emails sometimes. So <laughs> it can be a little challenging to read. They, they can be, I and I think that's one thing that I do we more than We also have trouble reading. Is that's crazy one thing that I do more than either of you two, where, like, I, if I don't know what someone is saying, I'll just say what I think that they're saying and move past it. Yeah, you just commit to being wrong. I'll just, just... I'll just read the sentence differently than they wrote it and be like, that's, that's good enough. <laughs> It is crazy that I got through my fucking like translated you lore section, that, which by the just way. To, mostly wasn't English. <laughs> I meant to comment about how good your readings got. <laughs> yeah, I can only read stuff that has yeah. been translated. And when you read that, I thought, wow, he can read without stopping and saying, um. <laughs> also, part of it is the fact that if I did read something wrong, you guys aren't going to fucking know. <laughs> True. Yep. And that's, hey, that's, that's why I just replace people's show words business. sometimes when I fuck up whatever they were trying to say. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. Cool. Nice. Thanks, Piranha. Um, but yes, yeah, so what do you guys think of? Oh yeah, uh, I forgot. What do you guys I think, think of Cassandra Rel? Yeah, that it's a lot of CC. Nasty. So, yeah, it's a lot of CC, and I don't know where the damage comes from because Rel fucking heals people. Yeah, like, I I'm convinced that that is like the saddest character that exists in Lee because like her combo is super flashy and super cool. Like she she is like the hard engaged CC tank, and then her ult does like 300 damage like max rank. Period. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Like, it doesn't it's Rel so has an armor shred, right? It's it's five percent. It's fucking. It's her auto oh, Okay, so not not really. I was gonna her say auto like, and Q. Her not being with an AD champion makes that a little weaker, but five percent doesn't matter a ton. No, and I would gladly. I'm sure every single role on the planet would trade like normal attack speed for that stupid ass armor shred. Because <laughs> yeah. like she has she has reduced attack speed, which makes. Playing her fine unless you're trying to clear any ward, and then it's just I, I, a nightmare. She just feels so clunky, man. She's like one of the most clunky characters uh, I've ever played. It's like the biggest issue. So, 
I, I think once you get like once you get her combos down, like she actually feels super, super like smooth and clean. If all of your abilities are up at the same time. Because if they're not, then she feels terrible. Yeah. If you don't have to weave in any autos, then she feels great. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. awful. Yeah. Ugh. Cool. Thanks, Piranha. Uh, our last email is from Cash Bear. Hey, Lee Cashcrew, Cash Bear, Broken Things, the Resident Riven Enjoyer. I hope this message finds you all well. In a community game, I thought of a fun roundtable question if you guys hadn't used it before. What are the best spammable character animations? Control 1, 2, 3, 4. Think Darius acts on nose. I'll say my favorite is Yone's Control 3, I think, because he does a circle slice thing and it looks slash sounds so goofy and cool. Do you guys think these should be mutable slash bannable? I don't. It's generally wholesome, but spamming these can really irritate people. Fun fact, Riven has no spammable emotes. Funny for a champion with a million animation cancels. Sorry for the length of this email. Thanks for reading it. If you do, pare it down if need be. I know I'm wordy. Cash bear. I did. Good job reading that guy. That time, yeah, guys. I, when I heard you read, I thought, wow, he can read without stopping and saying, um... <laughs> Wow, he really comes... can do commas and apostrophe. <laughs> <laughs> the first one that comes to mind is the the Nami one. I'm not sure what like control it is, but the one for you just like jumps up. Four. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's one of yeah. the most fucking uh, like crazy like how much her character moves in like one second yeah. animations in the game. It's like it's fucking visually it's hard lot, to yeah. watch. Yeah, it, for sure. So uh, the easiest question: Should these be mutable or bannable? Bannable? No, I think muting like characters dance and laugh animations should be doable yeah yeah um, should be doable, especially yeah. because like you should be able to do that and, and again I, I think that audio cues for abilities is a different channel but like if i mute character voice lines i i because i don't want to hear let's say like lux laugh it shouldn't mean that i don't hear her like say whatever voice line is tied to an ability yeah um that being said, I am a, a a serial emote spammer. Personally, I've got all of the emotes bound like on my keyboard near my actual gameplay buttons <laughs> so that I can spam them all the time with laugh being my middle click on my mouse. If you've ever watched if you've ever watched my stream and watched me play Zillion, you know I I spend a lot of time laughing, stopping running away so I can laugh and then continuing to run away. <laughs> Yeah, I watched yeah. your uh, new new game today, and you just instead of killing someone, you just laughed at them, and then killed. It's funny. Yeah, yeah, you got to do it, man. <laughs> um, I think the best one in the game is Battle Academia Ezreal Go Control Two. Yourself. It's so fucking good. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I I I don't know if that's the taunt. I think it's the taunt, right? Yeah, I think it's the taunt. Yeah. Um, look up his taunt. It's so good. You just scream the whole time. Uh, it's something that the people i play with fucking despise it just so. breaks too which is the best part about it <laughs> yeah eventually so it's him screaming like are you ready and then you can keep spamming that and the voice line is good the the actual animation is just okay um but eventually it just stops working so it <laughs> thank it, god you just can't do it anymore <laughs> yeah it's good <laughs> i don't know yeah i i personally just like if if they don't have a good spammable like one emote, I'll alternate between two so that like the position changes a lot, mm -hmm. just so that I can have like some weird like I'm gonna make this character like wiggle around and look funny after I kill you. Yeah, yeah, awesome, yeah, great Thanks email, Cashbear. Thank you. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, that'll do it for this episode of Leadcast. If you want to send us an email, it's mail at leadcastpodcast.com. Watch us on Twitch at KingLardOut at BlueBasket at LeadcastFrost. Tweet at us at Leadcast on Facebook. We're Leadcast. Visit our website, leadcastpodcast.com. Join our Discord server, discord.gg forward slash Leadcast, and support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Leadcast. Thank you guys so much, and we'll see you next week, next month. Both. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye.